Welcome back to Learn, Laugh, Leap. I am your host, Shannon Paradis, and we have Ted and Mark Stephanie from Sound Probiotics based out of the Twin Cities today. So welcome you two, and thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. Of course. Yeah, thank you, Shannon. So this is a topic that I've been curious about because I've tried probiotics before, but never really understood the science behind them or really how they work. First, let's talk about your background and what sort of inspired you to get into pre and probiotics manufacturing. You bet. We're a doctor and lawyer by trade. So supplement manufacturing wasn't exactly part of the plan. And uh, a few years ago, we were both into cycling and triathlons. And Mark really took it to the next level, training hours upon hours, competing in races all over the world. Wow. Kept us up at night. You know, it wasn't that there would be a flat tire on race day or, or that the training wasn't sufficient. It was simply that, that he would get sick and, and couldn't make it to the start line. Hmm. So as a doctor, what does he do? You dig into the research. What does the science say? Uh, lo and behold, we found that there was a considerable amount of research on probiotics and athletes. So we went to the shelves while there were lots of probiotics back in the day. We didn't see the probiotic strains, the specific product that was needed by athletes. You know, we can come back to this later, but probiotic strains matter. So we decided to get into the business of bacteria. And, and that's how some pro, sound probiotics was born back in 2015 and kind of watching everyone from weekend warriors to Olympians to professional athletes use our products has been more exciting than, than we could ever have imagined. Professional athletes are using your products. You bet. We had NFL teams, NBA teams, soccer teams, and cycling teams. How cool is that? Pretty cool to see some of your heroes uh, using something you've created. Right. Let's kind of take a deeper dive into pre and probiotics. What's the difference and how are they benefiting our health? Before tackling the definition of probiotics and prebiotics and why they're good for us, I think stepping back and understanding what the microbiome is, is, a, is an important thing to, to discuss. Yep. And so the microbiome is the organisms that live in and on our bodies. Those are the bacteria, viruses, fungi that have coexisted with humans since day one. So they are as much a part of our physiology, who we are as humans, as any other aspect of our anatomy and physiology. There's three to four pounds of this stuff in the gut alone. Jeez. And so <laughs> within the microbiome, so there's a skin microbiome, there's then the intestinal microbiome, there's even microbiomes within other anatomical places. But when we talk about microbiome of the gut, we sh should be specific to that part of the anatomy. And so that encompasses everything from the mouth all the way to the other end. And the microbiome within that changes. And so we'll specifically be talking about the gut microbiome, primarily within the large intestine, uh, which is the biggest portion that's shorter than the small intestine within the gut. So it's within that, that a huge milieu of organisms, primarily bacteria, reside. And like I said, it's three to four pounds. There are over a hundred trillion bacteria in our gut, which is tenfold larger than the number of cells in our body. The whole genome sequence of those organisms is is even greater than that compared to humans. So again, the point is that this is not a benign element of 
human lives of physiology. These organisms have coexisted with us since day one of our evolution, and they can pro both provide benefit as well as negative consequences on our functioning. So that brings us to probiotics. In textbook definition of that are living organisms that provide a benefit to humans when consumed in adequate amounts. So generally speaking, primarily lactobacillus or bifidobacterium, probiotic bacteria, that when ingested provide benefit to humans. Prebiotics, on the other hand, are in essence the food for probiotics. So prebiotics are complex carbohydrates, fibers that probiotics and other bacteria can use as food to improve their functioning. And so oftentimes they coexist and what we may get to later is symbiotic so that they are working together in essence and the probiotics have some type of substrate or food to grow in number and function. The research on probiotics started in the early part of the 20th century when it was recognized that there is some benefit there and that these organisms are important for humans. And since that time, you know, there's been a lot of focus on how probiotics affect primarily GI-related, gastrointestinal-related symptoms and pathology, such as diarrhea, irritable bowel syndrome, traveler's diarrhea, colic, things like that. But it's been within the past 20, 30 years that you're starting to see better understanding of how the gut microbiome and probiotics specifically can affect our immune function. And from that research is where sound sport came out of. It's been within the past 10, 15 years, and even more so recently, that the same basis for understanding how probiotics affect immune function has led to how they in turn affect other conditions, such as mental health conditions, neurodegenerative conditions, skin health, body composition, things like that. So it's really exploded, I would say, over the past five, 10 years uh, with regard to other applications of, of probiotics. So I'll, I'll leave it there with regard to the definitions. I have so many questions just from all the stuff that you just talked about. First of all, had you had any knowledge of the microbiome before you started doing research about probiotics? Me personally, I can't speak for Ted, but I did not to any great degree. No, it was it was a problem looking for a solution and not a solution for looking for a problem. And so my problem as an athlete, competitive athlete was I don't want to be traveling around the world and training at a high intensity and get sick and completely right. ruin the, the possibility to race. And so how do I optimize my immune function? And so that's what led me to the research. And, and prior to that, it would probably be only be passing knowledge with regard to it. There's certainly no discussion of it uh, to any great degree in medical school. You know, it wasn't relevant necessarily in residency or in my current practice. So no, it's strictly through uh, as an athlete. Yeah, I was going to ask you how seriously the Western medical world takes this. It seems like it's more of an Eastern medicine practice. And correct me if I'm wrong on that, but how, how do your cohorts feel about this? It's not even part of the discussion in day-to-day -day clinical practice. I'm sure it is within a GI practice, but not certainly not in a, the hospital. You know, despite some evidence out there of efficacy in conditions such as Clostridium difficile or C. diff, that's caused by an overgrowth of that organism in the gut, primarily due to antibiotics and being beneficial with symptoms treatment for that, as well as probiotics and management of other intensive care related 
clinical situations. But honestly, there's zero discussion in clinical practice about probiotics. And I think that you know, there's many reasons for that. Some of it's the research could be more robust, but having you know an understanding of how drug manufacturing works, I also recognize that it's probably because it's hard to patent these organisms in a turn hard to make a drug and in turn hard to profit off of that. That's not a jaded comment in any way, but rather I think a big part of why you're not seeing these as you utilize as medicines than day-to-day clinical practice. Do you think that at some point down the road, there could be space for this in medical practice? Oh, hundred percent. What I foresee this, where the research going is more along the lines of the personalized medicine route, meaning we're going to have a better understanding of what a quote unquote normal or ideal microbiome would be. And in turn, how various variables, whether that be food, exercise, antibiotics, drugs, et cetera, affect the microbiome. And in turn, how we can alter it on an individual personal level to provide benefit. So that would perhaps be a customized probiotic, prebiotic formulation that an individual would take you know, after sequencing their microbiome. And you mentioned that in these probiotics, there are living organisms like lactobacillus. So why do you need to take it in supplement form versus like a yogurt or a kefir? Because I think that that strain can be found in food too. Right. Yes. So there's there's several reasons. One, we in no way do not recommend eating fermented foods. If you're a kimchi lover like myself, have at it or sauerkraut, fermented milks, yogurts. You know, aside from the additional sugar, and if you can tolerate dairy, you know that's a a good source as well. The issue comes in a couple of reasons. One, it's not always known how much you're getting of the probiotic. And there is some threshold at which they're not necessarily beneficial. We don't know that from a scientific standpoint, but it's believed that there is some type of lower bound where it's not enough to be beneficial. So that's one issue. You don't always know how much you're getting uh, per serving. Two, they don't always survive the stomach acid and make it to the colon where they um, provide the majority of their benefit. That's the reason why a capsule form and specifically one that we use that's protected from stomach and bile acids can make it to where it needs to go to provide the best benefit. When you started taking probiotics, did you change anything else in your diet to enhance your performance, like removing caffeine or dairy or anything like that? It's funny. I look at how I ate and trained six, seven, eight years ago and how I'm eating now. And there's certainly changes that I would have made back then. Uh, for example, since I was burning so many calories, I, I, I couldn't put on weight no matter what I ate. And so I was not as discretionary as I am now in, in what I eat, how I eat. And I wish I would have done that back then. We generally speaking, see food as too binary, mean, meaning like if it's not bad food, then it must be okay. Rather than what are the foods out there that I can really eat that are going to optimize my life. And in, this, in that situation, you know, as an, as an athlete, rather than I can eat it because I'm going to burn the calories off when I get on my anyway, bike later this yeah. afternoon. Right. So I did not remove many foods during that time. I didn't drink at all. But outside of that, I didn't make too many adjustments. What about you, Ted? And what about you? You know, as I, as I learned more about gut health, that bled into my day-to-day diet and how I was treating my body in terms of, you know, learning so much more about the gut 
brain connection and how probiotics and gut health and your overall immunity just has such a direct impact on day-to-day living. And so it just gave me a better awareness of how I was treating my body and it helped me to kind of clean up my diet considerably. This goes to kind of a lifestyle question of how and when do you take a probiotic? Because for me, that was something I was trying to really dial in. The truth of the matter is it, it doesn't really matter when you take a probiotic or a prebiotic since the, the effects are not immediate and, and they don't go away quickly, unlike, to Mark's point, most medications. But I found that I was generally taking them with a meal. And when I was doing that, it helped me focus on exactly what I was putting into my body. You know, we often tell folks, try it out for yourself and and figure out works best for you. Oftentimes, if you're new to taking probiotics, and we both were in those early days, we felt a lot of discomfort, you know, as Mm -hmm. our gut was flushing out a lot of the bad bugs uh, in place of the good ones. And and that's normal. So maybe, you know, you experiment taking these at at night before bed, but to keep it easy for me, I found just taking it with a a post-workout recovery shake worked well. You have four different pre and pro combined supplements that you offer, right? You have your sound mind, sound body, sound sport, and sound skin. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. So I'm not missing any. In the past, when I've taken a handful of supplements, let's say I take my vitamin D, my calcium and magnesium, and a couple other uh, vitamins, I take those all together, and then I just feel terrible. I I don't know how to properly kind of spread things out, which ones to take with food or water. And I mean, to your point, maybe it is just a trial and error thing, but let's say someone one of your customers buys all four of your supplement offerings, how do they take those? That's a great question. I haven't actually tried it. Someday I'm going to, I'm going to try taking all four of these at once and I'll probably be (laughs) my best life ever, (laughs) but it's, it's not honestly something that you, you need to try or or something that certainly your pocketbook doesn't need either to to be frank. We don't encourage folks to um, take all four at once. I think it goes to being very deliberate about your choice in probiotics and probiotic strains and and what benefit you're looking for. And, you know, we started out as a a single formula, the sport formula for immune function. We ate, we sleep, we we lived for sport and training, and then we had kids. You know, (laughs) just lucky to find some time to eat and sleep. God, what is thinking, you know, about probiotics and other areas of our lives back to the research we went, you know, at that point, there was an explosion of, of gut health awareness. And sure enough, there's research on probiotics and weight loss, probiotics and skin, probiotics and mental health. As an aside, even within the last year, you saw anecdotal research on probiotics and COVID symptoms. But, you know, back to us, it, it, it resonated with us and our family and our friends, and we were almost late to the market, I consider us kind of pioneers of sorts in terms of benefit specific probiotics. Mm -hmm. And now the aisles of the stores, of course, are are flooded with options. But again, we say be be deliberate in your choice of probiotic. You don't need to take all four of our formulas, but know what you're taking. Don't settle in other areas of your life and your health shouldn't be any different. One point that we could take away from this conversation is that the old idea of just taking them because they're supposed to be beneficial is the wrong way to approach it. Probiotics have strain specific effects. You should choose a probiotic 
for a specific reason, just like you take a medication for a specific reason. And so if you want to take one to optimize for immune function, sport would be right for you. And so that same logic applies across the different different lines, but choose one based upon your, your needs, not just for quote unquote, general good health. And while we're on that topic, you have studies on your website. It's very comprehensive on how each supplement impacts the body. Sound mind supports GI, mental health, reduces depression and anxiety. Skin would be for preventing any dermatological issues. Sound body would be for weight loss. There's tons of articles supporting your sports supplement. You know, you said earlier, there's not a, there's not a whole lot of research to support these, but I'm sure as time goes on, just more and more information is coming out and it's, it's supporting your product. Correct. So there's, there's been a lot more since even we developed these formulas with regard to the other three lines, skin. Uh, mind and, and body. And yes, they do continue to support the connection between probiotics and benefit for for various other needs. And so for the mind, the, the research is primarily around reducing stress levels, anxiety, depressed mood, and the connection between the microbiome and probiotics and those symptoms. For skin, it's primarily acne and eczema, and for body, it looks at body composition, percent body fat, and overall weight loss. And yes, the general trend with that body of research is, is favorable. So we, yes, we have not updated those pages with the additional <laughs> research and we should do that. Do each of you have a probiotic that you're using right now? It varies on, on where our, for me, where I'm at throughout the year right now. If, uh, if we made a probiotic for hair loss, I'd probably be taking that one. But, uh, you know, as a parent that usually ends up finishing all the food that my daughter's left on her plate, uh, I've been gravitating towards the body formula lately. You know, while most of the racing we're doing these days is just, you know, chasing the girls around the yard, we're still pretty passionate about health and well-being. And I just uh, end up kind of rotating between the formulas throughout the year. What about you, Mark? I still continue to use sports readily, especially now with an even more heightened awareness for respiratory infections and, and illness, while at the same time trying to balance work and any any element of, of training and getting on my bike. So I still take sport a lot and then mind. How do you keep it alive? Because I've heard that you do need to refrigerate these live cultures. How do you keep it alive without refrigerating? Sure. That's been through recent advances in the manufacturing process. And so they actually freeze dry probiotics so that they're in a dormant state when they're encapsulated. And once they hit the GI tract, they reactivate. In that sense, they do not need to be refrigerated. That being said, um, refrigeration would be helpful if you've got the refrigerator space. I oftentimes keep mine in there because it can only be of benefit necessarily, um, but it's not it's not going to be bad if you if you don't. And we chose that route because we knew people would be traveling with our product, and we want them to not have to worry about the efficacy. So we also put in an overage, meaning there's more than the 25. CFU in the sport line, so there's 10% more of that. So there's that degradation will occur, but you're still getting uh, what you paid for. You mentioned that 25 billion CFU. What are CFUs and how 
how much of that can our body process or how, how many do they actually need? CFU stands for colony forming units. And so that's how many new organisms can be seen under the microscope in this specific area. And that's been the, how they've been measured forever, basically. So it's been kind of a standard way of measurement, but it's, it's been pushed back from the FDA over the past few years with regard to that, because I think their belief was that it can be misleading to consumers. So it's been turning over to milligram dosage of the probiotics. I think a part of that is because there is some degradation over time. And so if you can just say the weight, then you know that's what you're getting is that this is the weight, but it tells you nothing really about the total count. So it's, you'll see more and more probiotics labeling theirs as milligrams. So how can customers access your products? We have our own website online, www. Did I just do four W's? (laughs) Soundprobiotics.com is where you can find us. We also have a few formulas on Amazon and we're also on gnc.com. Okay. So they can buy everything online. Is there a storefront that they could buy it in or is it all online? It's all online. We thought about storefront and, and while there are a few gyms or, or chiropractor offices across the country that will stock us, we buy 90% of our stuff online these days. So didn't feel the need to be in a store necessarily to, to make the business happen. For our listeners, Ted and Mark have graciously offered a promo code to get 25% off any order. So use promo code LEAP25, L-E-A-P 25, for 25% off and try out their probiotics at soundprobiotics.com. So anything else that either of you would like to add before we sign off? I would just say that if any of your listeners have questions, please reach out to us. We are more than happy to answer them and guide you in any way with regard to what we offer and why we chose the formulas that we did. So we just want to be as, as approachable as, as possible. And, and hey, if you're, if you're local, we'd be happy to meet up as well. Yes, very approachable. They even responded to me. So that's, that's <laughs> You made it saying something. Right. Well, beautiful days in Minnesota are so few and far between. So we'll we'll, uh, shut down the laptop and go outside and play. Yeah, please do. Thank you both for taking the time to talk to me. It's a lot of new information, but it's been quite enlightening. So all the best to you and the sound team and be well. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Bye. Do you?